Hello and welcome to the 57th episode of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we'll be looking back at all the things we liked and maybe didn't like about 2016. Aaron, sing the theme tune. We changed it. That was some sort of shit version of Batman. Yes, uh, welcome back. I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Vinsky. I'm Joe Lewin. And I'm Jerry Myland. And we are the Critical Twits, and we're going to be casting our eyes back, as is traditional at this time of the year, i.e. we did it once last year, when we were <laughs> babies, we were very new, um, and have a look at 2016. Now, most people that I know would have said that 2016 was a bit of a shitty year. Yeah, yeah. Those people would be playing it down slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are teetering on the brink of the most dangerous political situation since maybe the Cold War Mm -hmm. um, and the the various crises within. Uh, Lots of people's um, heroes, artistically, musically... Uh, etc etc have uh, have died um, and economically things are looking rubbish so what we're going to do is cheer you up by talking about games and all the fun you can have with the people around you and ignore all the terrible things that are happening in the world sounds like a plan <laughs> it has been my plan for pretty much most of the year actually uh, <laughs> trying to ignore the terrible things that have uh, have happened um, now so I just thought um, I would give you an idea of how our year has been Hmm. Um, as a podcast stroke gaming channel we gave up talking about video games this year yes yeah uh, round about may very quietly just stop <laughs> yeah. talking about them um if people miss that kind of thing let us know but we just tend to find that people seem to be more enthusiastic and, and more likely to look at our tabletop coverage so we kind of focused on that yeah we're still playing video games and still enjoying yeah. a lot of them. yeah so we will talk about them a little bit at the end of this podcast for old time's sake <laughs> um we have released this year 51 podcast episodes Ooh. we missed one week uh, due to a technical mishap yeah i'm looking at you other people because i wasn't involved <laughs> Not saying that that has anything to do with it, but I just managed to avoid avoid that mm. uh, cunningly. Um, we have released 44 videos as well alongside those, so actual video content. Uh, lots of Let's Plays, um, some unboxings, some reviews. Yep. Um, and I'd like to do more of that yeah. next uh, next year as well. Losing the, the Let's Plays that we did kind of reduced the amount of videos that we were, we were doing. Uh, but mm. I'd like us to do a kind of gaming video tabletop game video as often as possible absolutely every couple weeks yeah Yeah. we're getting more into being set up for it now aren't we yeah well since jamie has joined us and this is probably the the biggest uh change since jamie has joined us um and colin was lost to the void (laughs) floating in darkness his sanity ravaged by things beyond our understanding uh we would pray for him were such an action productive in our cold uncaring universe instead we will merely remember him and learn from his dread example. Let's have a moment just to contemplate Colin. God. Oh, I've never thought about Colin for that. Like, <laughs> um, Run away! But yes. Uh, <laughs> As a cautionary thing, don't don't try that at home. No, I'm running away, I'd highly recommend it. Do not think about Colin, <laughs> lest he too be dragged into his circus <laughs> yeah. of horrors. Um... 
Yeah, so um, Jamie, Jamie's very, very good at the video stuff. Um, and actually, we've been working him like a slave uh, <laughs> down in the video mines. Um, and we've got actually quite a lot of stuff coming up uh, for January. Yes, we do. Um, linked to various different secret things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but keep an eye out because we've got some really good videos coming up. Yeah, some big announcements coming up soon. Uh, which is good. Um, we have had 11,000 views on YouTube and 4,500 plays on SoundCloud. Uh, we've gained 50 subscribers on uh, SoundCloud, another 150 on YouTube as well. Nice. So thank you very much, everyone at home, for listening, for sharing, for liking our things and getting involved. It's, uh, it's really good. If we hadn't had you doing that, we'd have just given up, just maybe cried a little. Embraced the 2016... The- darkness yeah. <laughs> stood for office on a campaign of forced podcast indoctrination <laughs> and lies and lies well yeah yeah well no, no need to tell the truth in politics anymore so um yeah that was our our year um in the gaming world uh the tabletop gaming world games workshop stopped being quite so rubbish i was open to opinion i think <laughs> yeah well, i they, disagree i think they're still as shit as they've ever been well i like i like what they're they're doing in um in the sense that they are remembering all the shiny stuff from when i was young and releasing it <laughs> yeah yeah um, it just seems to be taking them a long time to re-release the exact same thing yeah that there's not a lot of maybe development there. i was in silver tower looked interesting because it was completely different to the old warhammer quest yeah, still enough. in the same sort of feel um, but yeah, Space Hulk is exactly the same. Blood Bowl's the same. The models are different. It, yeah, meh. Yeah. Um, we had the most funded board game Kickstarter ever in Dark Souls, the board game. Mm. Yes. Uh, unless you count Exploding Kittens as a board game. I would say it was a card game, so I think that yeah. stands up. Yeah, agreed. Um, and it should be delivering in February. Um, and so we'll get, get you an unboxing uh, mm. for that because I back that. Um, and I'm very excited. Um, both Dragon Me and the UK Board Game Expo moved to bigger premises, yeah. which is a really good sign for the tabletop hobby. It is, it is. Um, these little events that were started sort of 10 years ago, very, very small, now being bigger and bigger and bigger each year is um, is really, really good. It's a good sign. Mm. It, is, it is. I mean, having attended um, both Dragon Me and the Games Expo for the last few years... Yes, um, yeah. It has been nice seeing how they've sort of evolved, and even yeah, even just the changes in in venue have, have benefited. Definitely. Yes, yeah. yeah. We had um, Chaosium, who looked like they were going to explode and collapse under the weight of their Call of Cthulhu Kickstarter. Mm, uh, yeah. Send out an SOS to their old owners, CEOs, and not die. The old ones. The old ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I suppose Sandy Peterson is like the old one of Call of Cthulhu, isn't he? Yeah. Sandy Peterson Nulu of Leg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, which, for me, would have been a big a big negative, because I do, I am a big fan of their stuff. Mm. You know, one of the oldest companies. Quite often, companies don't hang around for as long as they have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of new companies sort of being formed, collapsing, being reabsorbed. Yeah, kind of terrible cycle of circle of life. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> you never let me sing. I don't. Um, and on the uh, the video game side, we had Pokemon Go, the biggest flash in the pan since that time I stir fried a firework. <laughs> That's a fond memory of mine. That. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 something that everyone got really excited about that died off 
when the well, weather came. <laughs> <laughs> the weather came and ruined it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's. I'm still in a couple of the groups on Facebook, and they're fairly active. Yeah, people still play. Yeah. Um, I think if you're going to the length of joining a Facebook group, you're probably well into it. Well, you're only clicking at the bottom, aren't you? It's not yeah, hard. Exactly. <laughs> you have to search it out. That's, that's even less work than Pokemon Go takes. Yes, good point. <laughs> do, do you still? Is anyone here still playing it? No, not really. But I could see, I could see it coming back again, like when the weather gets a bit yeah. nicer. Yeah. yeah, I know in the US they've done a quite a clever thing, where no, they didn't. That was a really stupid thing. They elected Trump. <laughs> not that thing um, he's well, going to build a line he's going to build a line a, a wall a wall a wall between us and the Pokemon <laughs> yes. they can go they can go back to where they came from and they can build it for us yes um, but well <laughs> if you are going to pick a Pokemon to build a wall which Pokemon would you pick Geodude yeah of course sorry yeah, yeah. no other answer carry on <laughs> um, yeah they did quite a clever thing where they partnered up, partnered up with um, some of the fast food and coffee house oh they've done it with Starbucks haven't yeah. they um, to kind of make them sort of poker stops where they spawn more regularly oh, so man. you know if you're not going to be going out into a park in the cold in the middle of winter you instead go to Starbucks and sit and have Buy a coffee overpriced coffee and whilst catching your Pokemon yeah. so, yeah. so See, it's gone from being a game that was sold on the health benefits of exercise <laughs> yeah. to one that lets you sit in an overpriced coffee shop yes. giving yourself a heart attack but it, it no. is quite a clever thing considering the downturn of people going outside yeah, in the winter yeah. has come yes I was going to say that the best time we had with it was when we were sat inside a building drinking, playing it, and then it was only once the drink kicked in and going outside in the cold wasn't so dangerous that we decided to venture out. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it for about three days that weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, then... I, I still open the because they've they've changed a couple of things now. You can uh, you get a bonus if you do if you catch a Pokemon every day for seven days, you get a chunk of extra experience. Um, so I do that because it allows me to slowly level up without having to put any effort in I can do it from a bedroom um, <laughs> you, get your, you get your companion Pokemon now as well which you do but you have to go outside and walk for that so that doesn't benefit me in the slightest um, but I will occasionally park next to a Pokestop on my way out of the village to get to get some extra balls because the first Pokestop every day gets you a load of extra shit as well now oh, okay. so they've done a couple of things to encourage you to actually do things on a daily basis um, in much the same way as any other microtransaction game on the mobile does yeah I still don't think it's an awful idea. It's just uh, not everything they thought it would be. No. Yeah. You mean the marketing was far beyond the scope of reality? That never happens. <laughs> Apart from in politics. I'm really looking forward to that £350 million a week to the NHS. Yes. <laughs> it was on a bus, it must be true. You're not actually allowed to put lies on a bus, it's the law. It's... Um, right. Anyway, we're straight into realms from which we probably shouldn't be and he might end up joining Colin, Colin in the darkness um, right tabletop games then 2016 what have we played that we have really really liked are we going to stick to games that only that came out in 2016 or are we going to maybe say games that we played for the first time this I year think we, things we played the first time yeah. we'll make it more personal yeah. yeah I think everyone else has done like the best yeah. of 2016 and you can go to Board Game Geek and sort by the top you know, yeah, yeah, this is it. But on a, yeah. Yeah, like a personal level, what games yeah. have we really enjoyed well, this year? Um, and it'd be really good if people wanted to tell us the best games they've played this year. It doesn't have to be yeah. something that was brand new. Let us know in the uh, in the comments. I think the best thing, to be honest, that's, that's hit ball gaming at all this year yeah, um, was devised during the summer Okay, by us. 
Yeah. It's been the Brexit board game. Yes, yeah, it the was Brexit amazing. board game. Um, <laughs> people people need to listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a podcast episode. It was very entertaining. Yeah, we strayed into the realms of political satire with um, various results. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... That is we... the podcast I had the most fun recording. Yes, yeah. it was. It was um, good. Because there, there was... A, about half of that podcast was just us laughing at our own jokes, um, <laughs> which had, was then cut out. Yeah, yeah. So you guys quite abruptly. To. So it's quite weird because you can't tell if we're joking or not for quite large chunks of it. <laughs> yeah. which as quite, you, as which is true with all good satire. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But an actual game then. An actual game. Yeah, I mean, played this year. Just, just go. Just staying on the 2016 thing. Mm-hmm. Just, just for a second. Statistically, on Board Game Geek, the most popular game. That we that I have played that was mm-hmm. released this year uh, was Mystic Veil, vale, the deck building, card building, lots of sheets of acid. Most technologically advanced card game yes. ever. It's from the future, even though it's about druids in the past. In the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's amazing. I love Mystic Veil. Vale. We were going to do a review of that. Yes, we're going to dress up in dressing gowns and pretend to be druids. Yes. yes. There's a script somewhere on my computer, but then life happened. Yeah, um, we have all these good ideas. So yeah, if you'd like to fund that review, <laughs> uh, send a dressing gown to uh, to our Twitter account. There some you go. <laughs> druidic staff, maybe some stones we if, can stand up. If five people send us a picture of themselves dressed as a druid in a dressing gown, we'll do the review anyway. Okay. Yeah. There yep. we go. I, I loved Mystic Veil. Vale. Um, I mean, other things we played, we... Oh, we we played uh, from a family point of view. Um, we've played Ice Cool. Ice Cool is on my list. Yes, mm. I did manage to flick the face off of the blue penguin oh, last week. <laughs> you killed him. I flicked him so hard he became detached and fell apart. Um, but that's that's fine. Bit of super glue and he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's replacing with a Sabutio player. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're, they're harder to make jump yes yeah. but nimble around corners <laughs> yes um, yeah Ice Call was great the penguin fish chasing one of you's a school bully yeah yeah it was, um, it's like, good silly fun isn't it it is yeah. very much so so as, as we've played a bunch of stuff that Jamie didn't play what's been your best Wow, okay. Game of the year. Uh-huh. Um, I've played a few games this year that weren't necessarily released this year that I've quite enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind was Scoville. Uh, yes, we, t- that TMG. was the chili, build, the chili farming one. Yeah, the chili farming one. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good, that's a good fun game. Um, essentially, yeah, you're, you're working to cross-breed peppers together yeah. to create new types of peppers, hotter peppers that you can then create the best chili at the cook-off. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a silly game, but it's a fun game. Yeah, we played yeah. it in the summer. It's nice because you're doing multiple things. You've got sort of a worker placement style moving bit. Yeah, you've got the actual crossbreeding. So where you place the chili is really important. Yeah, where you fertilise and what you've you're got, doing. You've got the auction um, rounds. The auction rounds. And- where you spend the different things to make different things happen, like you could, yeah, the resources can be spent in a number of different ways. Yeah, so it's, hmm. yeah, there was fairly it's fairly involved, but it's not complicated. Yeah, it's, so it's sort just of a medium weight kind of game. Yeah, hmm. um, but it was it was good fun, um, and it's the kind of thing. It's got a nice theme. It has nice production values. It looks yeah, very nice because it's real. And yeah, I really liked the um, the pieces. Really hmm. sort of tactile. The um, the chili field has indents cut into it 
in the shape of the chili. So you oh, can just so put them in. The hotter the chili, the bigger the pieces. They're all different colours, so you can tell anyway. Yeah. But it actually, they sort of it's really, mm. really quick and easy to tell what are the good ones, what are the bad ones, because yeah. they're they're bigger. They're yeah, and the, and the best one is actually made of glass as opposed to wood. Yes. Um, yeah, because yeah, they're mostly the most of the lower ones are wood, and there's a couple of pla- is it see through plastic ones? These actually, are they actually glass? Type yeah. of glass or very very hard acrylic. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, either way, they they do look awesome. Mm. Yeah. It's a, yeah. The, it's just a very very nice uh, game. Um, really enjoyed it. I have to get you to play it. Aaron. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's farming based thing. I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you live in a windmill in the country. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your favourite game? What's your favourite farming game, Aaron? Farming game. Yeah, you, you're from the country. We're talking about farming. We'll have a farm off between Scoville and whatever you. Choose. <laughs> uh, oh, Agricola. I've never played. Oh, I keep good, meaning to pick oh, it up, but game. I've never played What's the one it. With the sheep. Oh what my my happy farm? Yes, <laughs> that is actually not all that bad. Considering <laughs> it, it looks like a, it, it's very childish looking on the box and stuff, <coughs> big happy face and stuff. But you are essentially doing the same thing. You're growing crops, which take a different amount of seasons to grow to mm-hmm. feed your animals. Mm-hmm. And the bigger and fatter they are, the more points you get from them. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is that because you sell them to be killed? Yeah, yes. Yes. I love um, a game with a happy ending. You lose points if you don't feed them at all because you. They, have, they only eat certain foods right uh, depending on the cards that are on the table and stuff yeah and they just look sad and depressed the entire game Aww. <laughs> um, but you you're balancing between making your crops to then sell them off to make a bit of money to buy better crops or feeding the animal yeah, you've got yeah. and stuff yeah. Uh, it's, yeah it's a fun little silly game I quite Ooh. enjoyed that I don't know I think it's, it's not chilli peppers but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's depressed pigs which you know it's always quite funny I would buy a board game called Depressed Pig <laughs> just because I'd have to see what was happening. Pigs were getting sad, right? I want to know what's depressing the pigs. Oh, okay. What is what is making them so sad? What can Cameron. we do to help them? <laughs> they, yeah. Are they are they are they sort of clinically depressed? You know, cognitive behavioural therapy for a pig might be quite interesting. Yeah, I, I think actually. that might be an expansion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be core rules. Anything else, Aaron? What was on your list? Um, well, Ice Calls we mentioned. That was definitely one of them. As was Mystic Vale. I really yeah. enjoyed that when I played it. Um, Lantern's actually on the list. It's not out yet at all. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, but we played Lantern the first... Lantern Lost in the Dark. Lantern yeah. Lost in the Dark, yes. Uh, played the first at UK Games Expo. They, they, they'd won a competition and were able to demonstrate their game there. Yeah. We're going to have a quick game of it and it was really fun. Sort of Cthulhu-esque or Lovecraftian-esque. Yeah. Traipsing sort of horror yeah. themes. Um, yeah. It was one of our favourite games of the show, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've got to play that with you guys since then. Yes. Yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. yeah what we've been... game that devolves into a competitive game if you're not playing it well? Yes. Yeah. yeah or if, like me, you just want to turn into a monster and mess with people and you <laughs> deliberately play badly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I did. Yeah, we've been Playing the sort of the um, the playtest version, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, can't talk too much about it because that would be naughty of us. But we've been enjoying it. And, oh, it's uh, very very good. Uh, and that should be appearing sometime next year. Yes, uh, via yeah. some kind of crowdfunding thing. Yeah, I believe it's going to be it's going to be kickstarted if they couldn't find a publisher, publisher just to take it straight on. But yeah. a lot of the publishers are just kickstarting stuff straight off the bat. They are. So. They are. You know, without a big name attached, that's probably mm-hmm. what will happen to it anyway. But it'll be good, and I'll, I will be backing it. Mm. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, that was good. One of the games I was really keen to get my hands on and play was Fury of Dracula. 
which was re-released earlier this year. So it's kind of a 2016 game, but kind of not. Yeah. Beautiful game. Quite complex. Um, haven't played a lot of it, but have really enjoyed it when I have played it. Hidden movement game where you're trying to hunt Dracula around Europe. Yes, you are playing... Um, depending on how many players there are, you are one of... One of, or more than one of, four investigators. Yes, you are characters from... The novel, the law and stuff, uh, Dracula. Yeah. So you are Mina Harker. Um, you've got Van Helsing, yeah. Jonathan Harker, and someone else yeah. who escapes me at this moment. With yeah. various different powers and abilities, they work really nicely as a team. Yeah, they do. Um, and then Dracula is hidden, not on the board, making his way around Europe, planting vampires, watering them with blood, <laughs> um, hoping that they grow to be horrible vampire trees. Maybe I'm confused with Scoville slightly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you, you lay booby traps. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get vampires to, yeah. to grow to maturity, to earn points, to bring around a, a never-ending night. Well, like so we've very not, good. Not very played good enough game. of it, but it is a very fun game. It's a little bit yeah. interesting because you have one person that is essentially feeling slightly victimised throughout the entire game. Yeah, so I felt very picked on playing, <laughs> playing five Dracula. players. It's 4v1. Yes, and the other four, the four are having conversations and talking. Yeah, and you have to sit there going, ha, 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 Yeah, okay, but they're not allowed way. to whisper yeah. to each other. They have to communicate everything to each other out loud. Because spies can hear them. Yes, and generally your characters aren't going to be in the same location. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're in Vienna, Aaron, yeah. and uh, Jamie is somewhere in Romania, and you're talking, you're obviously sending messages, and his spies are able to intercept mm. them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, very very good game. Really really enjoyed uh, enjoyed playing that. It's got I like the asymmetry of it. Yeah, and I like the fact the first thing I wanted to do was turn around and go. You think oh you, you you beat me right? You be Dracula then. And I wanted to go and play as a player yeah. straight away. So you know it, it's got that kind of I want to play it again feel. Anymore? I would say the two things that I've played the most this year. Yeah. Uh, would be the tabletop RPG uh, Mutant Year Zero Gen Lab Alpha. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a complicated sentence. Mm-hmm. Went on forever. <laughs> um, which we have unboxed and reviewed on the channel. Yeah, we've we've played loads of we've played loads of that. It's kept the group there's there's a few things actually now we're deeper into the game that we would tweak. Yes. yes um, for instance, when you use animal powers in that game, so your character has a variety of animal powers because they're half animal, half person, um, that can go wrong and actually cause, as Aaron found to his uh, chagrin, mm. um, that he spent multiple sessions unable to talk yeah. to the group in character. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, a tabletop RPG is a social occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, there's a game happening, but yeah, also... Yeah. I mean, there's nothing stopping you talking about your bunions or something. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I, I think mean, maybe that. having it so your character can still go feral, but maybe that affects yeah. how they interact or how they speak. Yeah, yeah. talk very yeah. simply, maybe, or yeah. barely kind of... Yeah. It changes yeah, your motivations. Yeah, talking yeah, one syllable words. Sense, or yeah. this or, yeah, well, that would be quite else. good, actually, one syllable words. Yeah. yeah. Which I think would be just a, a little tweak just to keep people more involved. So um, you, you sit there and you're unable to talk, yeah. and then you feel like, Oh, I'm going to go over and stroke the man's face. I'm going to poke the thing in the eye. Then your character suddenly becomes very handsy and is doing stuff all the time, and it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, But I'm still sad that that my yak died. (laughs) Well, he got taken away. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to actually murder him ourselves at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) The yak got a bit too big for his boots. 
I mean, they were enormous boobs. So he really did. <laughs> yeah, when he tried to... Essentially, an, in my mind... The he thing, tried the to headbutt like an at Yeah, an, an attack from, yeah. Uh, from Star Wars. Yeah, tried to headbutt it on his own and failed. <laughs> Very close to killing it. <laughs> Just couldn't roll any sixes. But yeah, um, still, still going. I think that's what we've played mostly. We've experimented with some one-shot things. Mm. We played Quiet Year. Um, um, last year, last year, last week. <laughs> last week, um, <laughs> you played quite a year last week. Where it's a it's a map drawing game, and yeah. you're taking it in turns to add detail to the map as the story evolves. Yeah. So you have uh, 52 weeks in the year. So you take a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Each card represents a week. You have various events that happen when you draw the cards, and then you take turns to to play your week and say what the inhabitants of your community do. Um, okay. and it was really different. It was really odd. Yeah, it was strange. It wasn't like anything else I'd ever played. But the the, the ideas were, were really interesting because mm. um, I I invented um, a crazed refugee from another tribe talking bobbins about one one eyed people attacking them, and then they became a staple of what we were doing. But when I said one eyed people, I I was thinking people with um, sort of gas masks on so they look like they only had one eye because yeah. they have a bit in the middle because um, our people are quite primitive <laughs> and they turned into actual people with, yeah, we, we with one eye yeah. as somebody with one eye yeah. so that evolved their <laughs> yeah so could, someone else took my little story <laughs> tra- thing and ran with it and then yeah. things went off in different directions we had a crazy mad woman we had a prophet and all sorts of cool stuff happening yeah, but it was a volcano yeah it was it was quite good lots of people died Excellent. That's a yeah. theme with anything. Yeah, uh, we also we played a bit of Fiasco. Yes, this year uh, you can listen back to that. Yeah, uh, Colin's amazing um, accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got talent. I mean, he's he's dead now, but he had talent. <laughs> um, Goblin Quest. Goblin oh, Quest. Yes. I really enjoyed Goblin Quest. Goblin, Goblin Quest, Quest was silly, yes. and I like silly. Yeah, sometimes not all the time, but silly can be good. That's uh, so why our Halloween special was on uh, on Goblin Quest. Uh, we, the, the, we did a very brief bit of Through the Breach. We did. We played once. Yes. We played twice now. Yeah. I, we played a I, one a one shot thing that I ran about a year ago, and then we played. A, I tried to start a campaign, and it just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Seems like a nice system, though. Yeah. If you're familiar with Malifaux, yeah, then you'll be well at home with Through the Breach. Hmm. Um, very similar basic mechanics flipping cards etc etc something I'd like to play more of yeah definitely Um, but I think the thing I've probably spent the most time playing this year and I only started playing this in August is Netrunner yep now we're not going to waffle on and bang on about Netrunner because we'll save that for our next Netrunner focused episode which should be the next one the next one yes um we do. We, we owe them one, really, don't we? We do. We, we lost one to that, the ether. That's the that's the fifty second lost episode. <laughs> we'll make the next next the next netrunner episode extra long to make up for it. Bagsy not editing. <laughs> <laughs> but netrunner has. I think I've played over two hundred and fifty games now. Yeah, netrunner. not full like dub both sides, but rounds of netrunner. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, which when you're looking at sort of thirty minutes to an hour for each <coughs> one, yeah, that's quite a lot of time. It's a lot yeah. of time. Um, I've not been that gripped by a game since we played. We started playing Malifaux. Yeah, and I suddenly had to have everything, and I wanted to play it all the time. Yeah, I'm still playing a lot, quite a bit of Malifaux when I can, <coughs> but it's a four hour game for us. 
Yeah, yeah, this is it. I mean, we, we could probably try and... Well, the only reason it takes us so long is because we don't have the time to invest in playing to get quicker. To The other thing is a, a, a round of Malifaux in um, a tournament setting is two hours now. Yeah. It was an hour and 45. It's just been updated in the next uh, thing. And we, we'll talk more about Malifaux oh, yeah. next time. Um, probably the time after Netrunner. Mm-hmm. But there's, a, there's lots of decisions. And without going, oh, I've got to get this game done in two hours, we kind of take our time. Yeah, we, we relax, do. So yeah. we're not we playing and we taunt and everything yeah. else, yeah. So okay. the game starts to take longer. Introduce a chess timer, maybe. Just to put the pressure on. I think if they, if we can get four or six of us yep. and go, right, this game starts at 11, we're going to finish at one, have yep. lunch, and then we're going to have a game from two till four, yep. and actually sort of force ourselves, mm. I think we could do that. It just requires us to... Be organised. If there's two of us sat there going, right, we've got two hours, might be a bit. Yeah. Crap. Well, I think that's why we've we've played more Netrunner. Yes, yes because it's, it's well. Also, we don't need half an hour either side to set the board up and put the board away. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just go. I know, play. Jamie. You quite often have just have your Netrunner on you randomly because yeah. there's been times when we've met up or whatever, and people have been running late, mm-hmm. and you've gone Netrunner. And even if I've not got mine on, because yeah, you have both sides, mm. the Netrunner, yeah. I've played your decks a few times. Yeah. Um, I know me and you, Joe, you've played my decks oh, quite, quite well, a few times. Yeah, you've not had yours on. Yeah, and actually yeah. playing against your decks is one of the best ways to learn them. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I really like... I don't... The deck building is still tricky for me. Mm. Um, but if someone goes, this is a deck that I've been playing, like, cool, I can learn loads of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's been... Uh, that's been... Uh, been quite fun. We will talk about that more soon. Hmm. So, so that that's that's the positive, happy things of twenty uh, sixteen. Was there anything we didn't like in twenty sixteen? Are we Apart sticking to board games? Spe- yes, sticking to yeah. um, actually, uh, Just personally, <coughs> really personal. Joe, what really, you I think <laughs> the year started quite shit. Oh um, yes, yeah, <laughs> but it got much better. Yeah, comparatively, you've already had a really good 2016 free from the shackles of tyranny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the tyranny's the word I'd use. We uh, um, we actually adopted Joe from a metler adoption home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lots of lots of metlers that just kind of sit there beardy, hairy. <laughs> Listening to music from the year 2000. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. just lots and lots of... Uh, well, actually, you have to have them in different sections because they don't mix well. Then, yeah. then that's very true, <laughs> they don't mix well. They get very yeah. angry at it's a, slight yeah. changes in noise. It's not one big kennel with one sound system. It's lots of individual kennels with big... Be- be- Boomboxes in the new, the thrash, the grunge, the other dickheads. Yeah, and they all think they're better than the other ones. Yes, (laughs) Um, because we are. Yes, but we adopted him and we gave a good donation to the home. (laughs) Um, And you're now house trained, so well done. (laughs) I've I've been trying. (laughs) That's all we ask. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, the only thing that was on my list that I that we that we tried that really fell flat um, was Mind Jammer, uh, the tabletop mm. RPG. Because um, I think we we talked and we were excited to get it, and we talked about it on the podcast, and we were like, "Oh, we're going to play this and to tell you about it." And it just the setting was so big, yeah, it was devoid of concrete detail, um, and there was just no real in. There was no hook. I couldn't hook myself in as a player to I want to be like this or I want this to happen I want this to drive the campaign um, because you're talking about a far future perfect society 
Yeah. Well, just go. What's one in, of them look like? Yeah, go, go, go. Live yeah. in the perfect society, and everything's fine. <laughs> There's no conflict in this game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really looking forward to that one because I were, like those space opera type things. They are my yeah. We got it because we thought it would be yeah, something put, that you yeah. especially well, would be into. I, I put in money to yeah, my you, look with Rob. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's just. Yeah, like I said, it just lacked lacked something, I think. Even the pre-generated campaign we played still kind of expected you to know things about the whole universe. It didn't really give you yeah. very well. It was like playing Mass Effect without the codexes, I felt. A little bit, yeah. It was yeah, just I mean, so Mass Effect was a little bit you could put get your foot into it sort of thing. But yeah. if some of the technologies and stuff you were interested in that couldn't under- other understand it, yeah. you'd probably lost some of the interest. Whereas being able to look into the background... Lacked that a bit, I think. Yeah, rules-wise, it was fine, based off the... Is it Fate? Yeah, the Fate, fate. system. Mm. The, um, using the fudge dice and stuff. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I bought some dice yeah. for it. They're somewhere. <laughs> they exist somewhere <laughs> in Rob's land of living, I think. <laughs> somewhere. Um, yeah, it just it just didn't really, really work. No. Was there anything else that, that people kind of bounced off of? Because we have tried quite a lot of stuff. Maybe not... Brand new on the cutting no. edge, but coop. <laughs> Sorry, there's a there's Fucking a pigeon coop. in the room. <laughs> there's a rough pigeon in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, street pigeons. I'd have much preferred a game with rough pigeon. I, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that um, it's that an expansion pack to depressed pig. <laughs> <laughs> rough, rough pigeon. <laughs> it's his sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> go on adventures. Yeah, then the animated the films coming out later in 2017. Yeah, Manic yeah. Donkey's being kickstarted at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, the final expansion. Why is this dog so fucking happy all the time? <laughs> Just piss off and leave me alone. <laughs> it's got a very big box. Most of it's text. <laughs> um, yeah, from a board gaming point of view. Well, actually, no. There is one game that we kind of played once and went uh, at massively. Yeah, Trickerian. Yeah, I I still maintain that it could be really good. Yeah, same. Um, What if it was massively different? (laughs) If it was Fury of Dracula, then it'd be really good. Yeah. (laughs) No, I like Aaron. I reasonably enjoyed it, but there is something hugely missing from that game. I've not played Trickerian yet, Mm. um, but from what I've seen from the outside, it looks like it's quite interesting, but anticlimactic. It's It's a worker placement game where you are playing a magician and you send your assistants and employees out to gather resources and then you do a performance at the end of each round with the other magicians. So you're vying for who gets to headline what day. Yeah, yeah. And, and all sorts of things like well, that. I mean, the, the, which which sounds awesome. I was uh, the box is beautiful. Oh, the, the pieces, pieces and they, the boards, they've got a Victorian feel to it, mm. without it feeling like old and outdated. Yeah. It looks yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, it had yeah modern presentation, but with that kind of style. Yes. Um, yeah, I was really I was really excited. I was about to buy it when you bought it. Yeah, the games expo. Aaron. Yeah, I turned around and you were like, I was like, cool. I let Aaron buy that one. <laughs> Um, I think I disliked it the most. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, because um, I just felt like I'd wasted two hours of my life, and I think it's because the actual doing of the tricks, the bit that you, you build up just to a it, bit of points generating a math. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, some like na- it. some maths and some putting some symbols together. Oh, yeah. I I matched two symbols, so I get four points, and you matched one symbol, so you get this, and it was your trick, so you got a thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Next fun day of worker placement. Yeah. And yeah. the worker placement bit's really really good. Yeah. yeah. And the actual trick construction's quite interesting. As and the like, different things you have things to have, and, and how the resource management works, yeah. and the marketplace where things shift around. Yeah. Awesome. And then. The end game of it is going. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's in, it's an interesting position where it's got amazing elements and ones that make you want to play Monopoly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go that far. That's harsh. <laughs> Sorry, um, Tracarian. That was harsh. Yeah. I'll let you three play that and then tell me if it was any good or not. <laughs> um, the other thing, the game I was really, I was really, really excited to play Spyfall. Yeah. Um, and we played Spyfall. We did. And it just didn't really work. Um, with Spyfall, one of you is a spy. The rest of you have cards that say where you are. Everyone has to quiz each other. If the spy can guess the location, they win. If the people who know the location can guess who the spy is, they win. Yeah. So you're playing a game of trying to sort of hedge your bets trying to give enough information saying I know where I am without giving away where you are to the spy if you're the spy you're trying to say enough in a general sense to give the impression you know where you are without giving away that you're the spy immediately the problem with it is it has like 30 different locations and so what was happening was the person who was the spy was either trying to look at the giant poster all the time or they weren't looking at the poster because they didn't want to give away that they were the spy and then didn't have a clue what their options were. I've, I've talked to a few people online, um, chatting to someone on um, on a Facebook group about this and um, on Reddit as well, it, it's come up. And trying to... that there's People have come up with different things of going, have a list that each player can have, put it on a card yeah. or something, which would be nice to be included. It yes. says, make everyone look at the poster before asking their question. But then it's a timed game. Yeah. Mm. So you're slowing the game down because you have a 10-minute round. Yeah. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how to fix it because the idea is probably, it's my favourite idea of a game that it, I've picked up recently. Yeah. I really want to like it. I really want us yeah. to like play it loads and get really into it and le- maybe play it enough to learn all the different locations. I think maybe to begin with, maybe putting out and going, right, here are five locations. It's going to be one of these and picking one of them at random and everyone can have a bit of paper with five things on them. I don't know if that makes it too easy for the spy. But I think that's also... see. That's, I want to fix uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, one, I think once everyone knows the options, no one needs yeah. to look at the post and everyone can sit there and yeah. just focus on the bluffing. Mm. That was the thing I was most excited to hit the table, and then we kind of played it twice and went. Uh, and was never, that never because we played it, it with a low number of players, though? Yeah, just that, be those problems. More? Those problems of sort of passing the poster around. And oh, just a constant just, thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so great idea, slightly wonky execution. execution. Yeah. Um, but I might try and find some fixes for it. Anything else? We never talked about coup. We just made pigeon jokes instead. That's fine. That's as much as I like talking about coup. Cool. No, uh, I don't. I don't know. It was. It felt a bit, a bit too random. I think you were just in a bad mood because we've played it since, and um, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, as I and it I actually really enjoy coup. It's uh, a bluffing game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
maybe you have to be in the mood for that kind of thing. I think or so, possibly. possibly you know, I, I mean, the setting we played it in, where I didn't enjoy it, we were at the UK Games Expo. And it was very loud. Loud, crowded room. Yeah. And my normal way of playing games is to do as many different things as possible if we do play it several times yeah. to see what tactics work or what different things and they all ended up in the same way it's like oh, I say this thing uh, you're not this uh, oh okay fine coup, yeah the, the thing with coup is it has a very very standard start yes everyone Everybody plays a certain this. thing yeah. yeah and and if you deviate too much from it or you try and be clever because mm-hmm. you can go ah well I'm going to do this yeah and it will either pay off massively or essentially make mean you're trying to claw your way back the entire game yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, and that that's I can see that being an issue. Playing it's against quite experienced quick. players, you'll just get punched in the face repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. they they know how it works. Yeah, it, and I, it's maybe too small in the sense that yeah, the permutations aren't yeah. there. So therefore, yeah, if you're not doing X, then you must have Y. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's one of those games that I think very much like Spyfall become very very good when everyone, everyone. has played it enough. Yes, yeah. but up until that point, you do get this kind of wonky balance to it, and it doesn't work as intended. Yeah, yeah. Before we move away from tabletop games, let's just have a quick chat about all the games we bought in 2016 that are new that we haven't had time to play. Okay, <laughs> um, Aaron, mm. I know you have Pandemic Cthulhu. Uh, a I recent do indeed. Gift. Yes, and it looks like a much better version of Arkham Horror. Yes. A much, much, much better version. Yeah. If we'd played Arkham Horror this year, we'd have gone straight in the I hate this and I want to die list. Yes. <laughs> um, have you managed to play it on your own yet? Because every time um, Arkham Horror comes up, you're like, I think it'd be a good solo game. Oh, I've played, I've played Arkham Horror on my own, yeah. Yeah. It's all right if you've got a couple of hours to waste. It's a bit depressing putting all those pieces on your own and then moving them around. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the setup time. <laughs> you guys haven't played Elder Sign yet, have you? No. no. So that's something we'll have to play sometime. Because that's yeah, a, like I've a fast, wanted to play that for a while. That's like a fast yeah. version of Arkham yeah. With lots of dice rolling. Yeah. Whereas Pandemic Cthulhu seems to sort out the problems of having players taken out of it and stuff like that. It's mm. yeah. Even when you go mad, you're still doing stuff. It's yeah. just mm. a bit different in a chain okay, yeah. how your character Is works. Is it very pandemic-y looking? Yeah, it's yeah. the board looks very pandemic, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. But it's more um, sort of Boston surrounding areas yeah. rather than the world. Yeah, but it does look still that same kind of setup and things. Yeah, so knowing pandemic as well as I do, I looked through the instructions and went, "Yeah, cool. That bit's a bit different. That bit's a different bit different." But it, overall, it runs very same, very similar. So yeah, um, but with enough difference in it with the sanity meters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, to make it a bit different. Yeah, one of the games we picked up at the UK Games Expo we haven't got round to, uh, but it's quite highly rated on Board Game Geek is The Networks, um, which is all about building your own TV network yeah. um, and putting on popular shows and, and such like. Looks looks fun. Mm, yeah. Just haven't got round to it. Um, and one of the games, probably the board game we've come back to the most often this year, but it's, it's a bit older, um, is Dead of Winter. Yes. It's one of those things that every couple months we're like, we want to play Dead of Winter again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we've <and laughs> recovered from the last <laughs> game and go, yeah, yeah, we want to punish ourselves um, some more. And we, we drag it out and we, we play it and have a great time. We haven't played it since the, the wonderful Aaron. Uh, bought me as a gift the new version of Dead of Winter mm. the standalone expansion yeah what? so you can play it, it's a Dead of Winter Long Night you can yep. play it on its own okay or you can add it to your copy of Dead of Winter 
So from what most people say, if you're going to buy one or the other now, you buy the Long Night right. because it's got more options and more things in. Okay. Um, it adds more concepts. You can like build gun emplacements on your base. Because um, it's longer. Things like that. Yeah, it's a Long Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also got it's the winter up. version. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's slightly different mm. with its uh, adults only deck in there as well yeah there are some mm. adults only cards in the original ones well, they were just mixed in and you had to go and fish them out mm. um, but I'm really excited to give that a go and see what it yeah. mixes up and ch- I mean I'm quite happily just keep playing Dead of Winter every every month yeah. but having um, something that makes it a bit new is... yeah it makes it new and shiny mm. it'd be fine Anything else anyone's picked up this year that's um, sat in there looking at them, crying, weeping, cardboard tears? Yeah, there's a few things that um, I hope we get around to at some point soon. Uh, there's the Android mainframe, um, yeah. which is the uh, sort of abstract game set in the Netwinder universe, um, yes. where all the hackers are trying to get into a server and to find their own area of the server they're going to sort of steal the data from. Yeah. yeah. So that looks interesting. Um, and... I've played it, uh, it's not new this year, but I've played it, but I want you guys to play it, which is Galaxy Trucker, so hopefully yep. we'll get that in Ooh. soon, that's a lot of fun. I've heard lovely things about Galaxy Trucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's a fun game, so we'll, we'll play that soon. Um, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to hopefully at some point soon starting to maybe run a campaign for you on a Cypher System game, maybe Numenera or a variant. Ooh. Yes, mm. I'm really excited to play Polaris. Mm. Uh, the tabletop role playing game yeah um, it came out in September it was kickstarted earlier this year um, it's set it's a post apocalyptic game although there's like cities of 28 million people so it's not super post apocalyptic but you're living but you're all living under under the water under uh, sea and isn't that like fertility is really low or something yeah in so the, the human race is dying out um <coughs> Fertility rates have dropped, so fertile people are like a resource mm. that the nations trade <laughs> um, or steal um, or fight over. Yeah. Um, if you take the trait to be fertile um, in the game, you're automatically wanted. <laughs> Everyone wants you. Okay. Uh, which is quite interesting. So they've got big underwater cities. Mm. They've got sort of small floating aquatic bases. Lots of stuff is sort of built into the underwater cliffs or sitting on the seabed. Uh, there's some crazy stuff going on with dolphins. Uh, and they have the Polaris is um, like a almost like sort of psychic powers. Hmm. But you right. can like open up a rift to another dimension and suck people into it with your brain. Cool. Or set things on fire, or control their mind, or freeze things. Or why would you do that when you can suck people into another dimension? Because yes. they might return yeah. from the other dimension. The limp. <laughs> <laughs> you sprained my ankle and I fell through. <laughs> I got this new big stick. So yeah, now they can return from another dimension on fire. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. So you've got the um, the setting looks really really interesting <clears throat> in that you've got an odd a, a novel setting. Mm. You've got kind of a cold war between the nations that exist under the sea. Um, and you've got these kind of these supernatural powers that people are still trying to work out and investigate. So it's got kind of uh, a very unique feel to it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in a very odd position with Plask because from what you said about character generation and mm. the way your character can go and all the cool stuff you can do, it sounds amazing. Yeah. And then I go, oh, yeah, it's under the fucking water and I don't like aquatic stuff, I think it's dumb. I don't <laughs> know why, I just have this, I, I, I don't like aquatic things. You could play the whole the whole a whole campaign 
in Equinox, which is the neutral city where all the ambassadors and stuff mm. meet. It's kind of like where the UN equivalent yeah. is based. Uh, and never leave that place. Mm. And it would I mean, be a city camp. It'd be a just be an urban campaign, camp. wouldn't it? I mean, really, yeah. though, but in very cramped conditions. Yeah. You can um, almost think of like underwater campaigns as space campaigns. Mm. It's just very dense space. But I know it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm awkward as shit. There's loads of stuff under the sea that you can go and explore. Yeah, yeah. You, could, yeah. you could do like Firefly under the sea. If you wanted to do it that way, <laughs> um, yeah. I, Although it'd go out, wouldn't it? A fire yes. <laughs> I want to play it. It sounds really good. Um, I'm very keen to sit and make up a character. Yeah, it's just it's going to be a bit of a hurdle for me. Yeah, yeah. The um, the character generation is insane. Yeah. But it will give you an enormous character backstory by the end Which of it. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, because you decide each year what you do and what happens to you and you've got some random events and nice. so you can deter. Looks great. I love that kind of thing in, yeah, a, in yeah. an RPG. I remember playing Cyberpunk 2020 and you were like, let's see what happened this year. I was fired from my job, my mum got set on fire and I made an enemy. My mum, because I set her on fire. <laughs> yes! And then you, you can move on to yeah, the next yeah. and you just start to build this kind of well, embed it, it, the players it, in the it world. It sounds like it's a great. slightly, um, almost a little bit further on from the Through the Reach one, which I really like that idea of fate and this is your... Yes. your uh, Your destiny. That's the one. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to play that. Mm. Um, which is something that I'm putting together at the moment. If we could record some of it uh, and put it out there, if people are interested, we, we most definitely do. could. Yeah, if people are interested, tell us, talk to us. <laughs> cool. So, for the sake of um, old times' sake, what are we? Uh, what are we thinking of uh, video games this year? Oh, they have existed. They have existed, <laughs> definitely. Um, uh, for me, there's been two games that have really. Uh, appealed to me this year and yep. really really enjoyed um, one of them being The Witness yeah, yeah. Um, and the other being Life is Strange oh yeah oh. yeah yeah. Um, love both of those both from a well Life is Strange from a storytelling point of view mm. um, did have quite a bit of a disappointing last episode but the as a whole it was still an amazing thing yes um, and The Witness just from a uh, I can understand why some people bounced off it because it's a puzzle solving game you know at the end of the day it is a line game where you're drawing lines to solve puzzles Yeah. but you're exploring this island there's trying to sort of figure out why you're there and unlock certain parts by solving these puzzles as you go around Yeah. but the way it introduces the puzzles there's no instructions or anything like that it just drops you in you might walk up to it's completely free roam you may walk up to a puzzle that's too hard for you to solve at the start of the game yeah, because you don't know what the symbols on the puzzle no, mean. No, but if you then wander elsewhere and then you find a simpler puzzle and you solve it, and then that gives you a clue as to how to solve a harder one, that's quite cool. And yeah. it's sort of you know you you learn how to play in a very organic way, and which is something that's missing from a lot of games these days. Yeah, I yes, think. yeah. And and I think if I'd spoken about this earlier in the year, I might have not mentioned this aspect because. It would almost class it as a spoiler, even though it's not really. Mm. But I really like the fact that as you as you start to get further into it, the island itself starts to become part of the puzzle. So yeah. you, you have line puzzles involving aspects of the island, and it, it's it's a wonderfully created game. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I've played probably ten or twelve hours of that, and have haven't done anywhere near all of it. Yeah, I, that's the thing as well. When you finish it, then it unlocks more. So yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it was uh, it's good fun. Um, talk about life is strange. Um, was on my my list. Yeah, same here as well. Um, Even though I'm only up to the end of the third episode. Yeah, so I'm not going to spoil anything for for Aaron. It the definitive collected edition came out in January of this year, so it does class as a 2016 game. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I haven't and I. I bounce off a lot of video games. I'll buy them, I'll play a bit, and then I'll move on. Mm, yeah. Um, my Steam library is like 300 games, of which I've played half of them for mm. more than like an hour. Yeah. Um, Life is Strange. The story and the characters kept me uh, mm. kept me coming back. The There was a nice mystery to what was going on. Mm. Um, but emotionally, when that... Because you said you found the last episode disappointing I sat there like in complete fucking shock <coughs> I, going oh my god no I found episode 4 was that for me okay so I found yeah I, I I'm not going to get no spoilers for yeah. Aaron but I found episode 4 was that mm. for me whereas episode 5 was a bit meandering um, see but yeah I, we'll have to see what happens with these last two episodes and stuff but so far I found episode 2 the end of that one what was, was the end of episode 2 was the episode what? 2 Kate yeah. yeah it's about Kate and jumping and stuff right. but yeah it depends what happens as well yes because and that can go two different ways and then it has a knock on effect for mm, the rest of the yeah. game and throughout the, throughout the whole first two episodes almost everything you're doing is affecting that bit to yeah. some extent even the little things you're not really thinking about well, which I, is what I really like yeah Things went well for yeah. me, but I was so tense at the end of it because we've been playing with my wife quite a lot because she's been enjoying the story of that one. Yeah. Mm. One of the reasons of lights and stuff. I was so tense, I think I had to have a break for a while from it. Yeah. Because yeah. emotionally, I couldn't cope with it the was, rest of it if it was going to be anything similar to that. It's quite a dark game. It, it starts and it's like mm. this, like hipster chick in, yeah. a, in an art school and the, the birds are tweeting and the sun is shining and then someone gets shot. <laughs> it just yeah. becomes like, it's like. A really, really depressed version of Dawson's Creek with magic powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. I've played a bit of this because yeah. the, the first one went up free, free on the yeah. PlayStation Network. Yeah. Um, and I, I bounced off it massively. Yeah. I, I um, do think the first episode is quite a different tone to all the rest of the episodes. It was as well. nothing to do with the tone. Okay. I was enjoying the. I, Fairly enjoying the tone and the story had me a bit intrigued. I just got really irritated with the controls mm. quite yeah. quite quickly. Um, and when I was going, oh, I want to go over there now, and felt like it was going to be a chore to have to fucking move and do that. Yeah, it just annoyed me and put yeah. me off playing it. Um, but. Weirdly enough, I had the patience to sit through and play all of Everybody's Gone to Rapture, which everybody else hated. Yeah, I, oh, I love that game. Oh, that game, mate. That I mean, that game came out in 2015. But yeah, it was a yeah. PS. It was on the uh, PS Plus. PS Plus stuff. Yeah. Next month's PS Plus. I've fucking bought every single game on that already. Really annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Um, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm sad. Uh, okay. It's the Swindle, some else, and some else. They, they look. They're quite good. But I'll look. Yeah. I'll look. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody goes. I wanted to write a review of that, and I couldn't actually be bothered enough to. I wasn't going to put myself through playing the rest of the game to actually. <coughs> I wasn't going to put myself through playing the rest of it to get enough, see enough of it to review it because it just it was rubbish. 
Speaking Ooh, of rubbish, PS, rubbish, PS, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Speaking of PS Plus as well, because I don't have a PlayStation, but I did see that my friend who has a PlayStation Four has this game on his library of PS Plus games, yeah. uh, which is like another game I really enjoyed on PC this year, which was Invisible Link. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. great. I've just started playing that because it was free. Yeah, mm, and it was the beginning of December, and I had no money because I was spending it on other people. So mm. yeah, that's it. Didn't really grab me. No, but was, I've only played the first couple missions. Yeah, I think it's worth spending more time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is Strange was very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pony Island, surprisingly, was one yeah. of mine on my list for this year. Came right way back out in January. Little tiny title thing, which initially appears to just be a um, continual run, one of those continual running games. Yeah. Uh, where you're just apparently jumping over stuff, and then everything quickly devolves into something to do with. Devil and there's you're hacking the arcade machine, and it's one of those games where it's constantly trying to weird you out and make you second guess what's going to come next. And those games quite often, quite quickly devolve into um, just them being random, and I'm using air mm. quotes there, which I don't know if we can see, but um, we can see them, Aaron. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's sort of pretending to be random. It's like, oh, I'm just being weird for weird sake. But this actually feels like it's got had well, it's got an underlying plot thread to it. And the changes it makes to the game each time keep it feeling fresh every few minutes. It's yeah. Every few minutes there's something new is coming out you're all having to adapt and change to. And yeah, I, know, I really enjoyed that. Didn't take, it's not a very long game. It's not very expensive either, but it was really engrossing for what it was. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds good. It's been on my list to play for a long time. I just not got round to it. Yeah. Because I'm old, don't have enough time. Um, for me, this has been the year where I have been massively disappointed um, by most mainstream games, the AAA, yeah, sort of stuff. Y- your big games. Um, it's almost like D is for disappointment because I dislike Doom, Dark Souls Three, and Deus Ex, <laughs> all of which I got very soon after they uh, they came out. Um, Doom, I played for two hours and then had no urge to go back to. Mm. It's a tight old school style shooter. I loved Doom when I was far too young to really be playing Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got Doom Two for Christmas the year it came out. And then it wouldn't run on my dad's computer. <laughs> Had to wait a year till he got a new computer <laughs> um, and play it on there. Um, but it just, it looked nice. It was quite tight, but it just didn't have a story going on and therefore was, wasn't was drawn back into it in any way. Uh, Dark Souls 3 was Dark Souls 2, but shiny. Yeah. So all the problems I had with Dark Souls 2 just came back. Yeah, um, I mean, I Dark Souls was just set the bar too high, um, and for me, three was a poor imitation. I loved three. Um, I've played it all the way through twice, and yeah. plan on doing all the DLC. I've so. played thirty hours of mm. uh, Dark Souls three mm. and played three quarters of the game, but I just have no urge to go back to it. Now. Same. So I enjoyed the time I spent with it, and then I stepped away from it for a little while, and came back and went. Nah, just can't bother now. Mm. It's just not grabbed me, mm. and I don't know if it's because it's more of the same. It's possibly not different enough for you yeah. to go. Actually, I want to push on to see what's going to happen. The next. thing, the thing it, it lacks for me that Dark Souls had this thing of you can go anywhere, you can do anything, and if you go the wrong way and get stuck, you have to fight your way out of it. Yeah. It had consequences for your decisions. Yeah. Dark Souls three, you can just go. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, I'm stuck here. I'll go somewhere else and just 
and go and fuck her up, fuck yeah. her up somewhere else. Um, and I don't like that. Fair enough. I don't. Mm. The the kind of the Metroidvania, if you like, that yeah, exploration yeah. aspect to the original Dark Souls is what kept me coming back to it. Yeah. I mean, it, the combat is tight. Yep. Very. Yeah. The systems are well balanced. You have to get good. Yes, you do. Um, it does still feel rewarding to beat something, mm-hmm. but it just it's lacking what I think for me personally was the biggest piece of the puzzle, which was that oh my god, I'm I'm stuck in the sewers. I ran past loads of enemies. What am I doing here? I ended up two thirds of the way into the catacombs playing playing Dark Souls one the first time, and then going, I can't actually get out. What have I done? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible thing. Um, and that kind of that that fear and that yeah. that adds another. Sort of layer of, sort of trepidation to what you're doing, um, and Deus Ex, um, the latest one, you completed, didn't you, Joe? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it initially. Yeah. Then there was that massive shitty bug in it that mean you just could not progress past a certain point because yeah. it just crashed. Yeah. And that annoyed the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, finally, that got patched in, and I brought myself back around to playing it. So I finished the game off. Yeah. And wasn't particularly impressed by it, if I'm honest. No. Uh, and then I did the the little, little included mission, and yeah. I I started the DLC. Yeah. Um, expecting them to be something taken aside from the main plot, or something that happened after the main plot, maybe yeah. a prequely type thing. Yeah. Um, the DLC, the little bit that comes with it, was like a kind of half-assed thing that could have been in the main game and the DLC was a kind of feels massively like a half-assed side quest that could have been in the main game yeah mm. so I've started playing it I did a bit and then just went you know what this yeah. just it just sounds like you're trying to make people look at the other mode yeah because it's going can you go break into the thing using that fucking weird mode yeah, yeah and it's just like, like no fuck off yeah mm. so yeah um, as much as I really enjoyed it initially it it's been fairly disappointing. Yeah, I was kind of dragged into it and exploring it and getting, you know, quite excited about playing it um, till about two thirds of the way through when I'd explored and done nearly all the side quests and mm-hmm. stuff. And then it was just making you run around in exactly the same areas still. Yes. And then going, oh, you're not actually going to leave Prague because other Deus Ex games have been globetrotting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge, great, big. You go to all these different places, lots of different hubs. Whereas this one had its sort of like its three bits and a couple of little side bits that you do. Um, and the uh, the the chatter on, on the internet is that it was meant to be twice as long and they made them cut it in half and release it in two parts. Right. I wouldn't be surprised by that. No. Which annoys the living bejesus out of me. And will make me probably not get the next one. Yeah. 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 It does unfortunately to be Square Enix's um, go-to. Oh, and they and days. they filled it full of microtransaction bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that upsets me on a, a, a completely on a, different on a single level. player game. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what's the point? Yeah. Was it one of the other games I quite enjoyed this year? Surprisingly, had stuff that I thought was going to be microtransactions when I started playing it. Yeah. And then wasn't. What was that? Vermintide. All oh, right. Okay. So it proves the thing on Left 4 Dead. I always found was a bit lacking. It's like, mm. why would I keep playing the same levels over and over yeah. and over again? Well, because you could find loot in Vermintide. Stuff to boost your character up, better, slightly better weapons, okay. slightly better. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's done on a random dice roll at the end of the yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the mission. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I really like Left for Dead. Yeah, all those years yeah, ago, same but it gets very stale. Yes, yeah. Um, and there's no microtransactions still on it. So yeah. I could go back, redo this, 
you know, melt your stuff down into making better better equipment yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, there's an element That's to this that you could have put a microtransaction in if you were being stupid, yeah. and you've avoided it. Yeah. So this feels pleasant. Yay. Um, as far as AAA games go, uh, I'm kind of enjoying Battlefield at the moment. Yeah, I, I just picked that up because it was fairly cheap, and I, I don't have a lot of games now where I can play with my friends and... Yeah. Um, play online in that way. I'm, I'm normally not a big fan of multiplayer, as no, we've discussed. No. Whereas I um, predominantly stick to multiplayer. Yeah, so I wanted something, and I know you and another and a mutual friend yeah. um, play that. So I thought, for the amount of money it is, I'll give yeah. it a go. Um, but that's been that's been good. I've been enjoying it. The pro- yeah. pro- progression in it is slow, mm. but I suppose if it's all you're doing, then it's not so bad. You can spend eight pounds and unlock everything uh, for a class. A class. Or you can spend like 40 quid and unlock everything for everything. Mm. But why do you bother? I like seeing the numbers go up. and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Um, I've also been playing for the first time The Last of Us. Mm. Yes, I... And I'm very much enjoying that. I don't replay things. Because I quite like story in things. I don't tend to come back to something. Um, We are sat surrounded by the many books that I have purchased. How many books do you reckon? Too many. Too many. A couple yeah. hundred, at least. Oh, there's there's more than 200 just on the top that I haven't read. Right, a couple of thousand. <laughs> um, probably, probably pushing a thousand books. Yeah, I'd say so. Maybe getting near there. Because um, I don't go back very often. No, but I, I keep like them in case I want to. Um, the only game I've gone back and replayed that I have completed in the last five years <coughs> is The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, because they had the trailer for The Last of Us 2 that came out at the beginning of mm. uh, December. Um, and I was like, I want to play this again. Yeah. Um, and it was still horrible and made me sad the second time. Yeah. Which was great. I love stuff like that. Because <laughs> um, uh, you're still playing through it, aren't you, Jay? I am. But so the, the sh- ending is the best ending to anything ever. Sh- <laughs> I'm enjoying this story. Um, so I spent like 20 hours replaying the game. So um, I think it came out this year as well, because I've seen you write it on your list. Yes. Um, <laughs> it did, yes. It did. And um, something we played through that I think made it to YouTube in the end? or No, possibly? it's in the oh, Haunted House podcast. Ah, uh, okay. Um, is Anatomy by Kitty Horror Show. Yes. It's wonderful. It's so good. It's a very strange horror stroke psychological it, thriller. It needs to be put into VR things. Yes, it would make a great it VR really would. game. Um, it's a little bit like you were saying, sort of Pony Island and, and similar. Yeah. Um, in that it has meta references. Yeah. Um, and it goes beyond just the game. It starts to mess with you and do odd things. Oh, even yeah. in... Yeah, yeah. It just, it's just... You said you recorded that, yeah? Did you yeah, record yeah. yourselves playing it as well, or did you just play record the gameplay? Recorded the gameplay with a video of us in the corner and yeah. the audio okay. on top. Right, I mean, if you give me that, I'll edit that together. Cool, thank you. We, yeah, because you, you'll get to see me going, oh, look, a thing, yeah. and Brian going, oh, I know yeah. what's coming. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a period where we made too much stuff and then didn't have the time yeah. to edit and do it. Yeah. Um, Hence so we, the, the Call of Cthulhu unboxing that died and yeah. various other things. But yeah, we'll put that out. There's that. There's um, Home. Gone Home. Oh, yeah, 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 that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. Um, no, it was Kitty Horror Show, Anatomy, 
It's like two dollars ninety nine on it.io. Oh, yeah, just, just go buy it. It's so good. It's like an hour experience, and it's just completely different to everything else I've played. It's wonderful. Ooh. Play it first, Jamie. <laughs> I, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not actually good with horror games. I I like horror stuff, as in books. Yeah. Don't like horror movies. Not liking the horror games, but I like watching people play them. Okay, cool. Well, watch us play. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird though because Joe is playing it, and Joe Joe has the cold, dead, dispassionate heart of a killer. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't connect and get quite as involved with things. So yeah. I maintain this. Yeah. I know my brain knows it's a game, so it yeah. doesn't matter what I do. I, I'd already played it, and I knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. And I'm sat in the background. Going, don't, don't, I don't like it. And I was getting creeped yeah. out. Speaking, oh, look, look, if I go close, it makes a noise, and then I walk away, and it does. Oh, oh, and you're going. Oh, Stop it! Stop it! I don't, I don't like the noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did a really weird thing. Well, I'm playing it on my own because I reviewed it for um, for Dirge and um, sat playing it on my own. And there's a, there's a bit where it just sort of cuts out. Yeah, and I was like, what, what the fuck? And you know that feeling you get when someone's watching you from behind. I got that. Yeah. So all my hackles went up, and I was like, I don't actually want to look behind me. I was all alone in the house. Or <laughs> um, oh, were you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was actually in this room surrounded by taxidermy which doesn't help um, yeah I'm really really good very yeah, good game very, very good any more for any more video game wise I'd like to know what what maybe what we've missed well, all I can say is that one thing I'm looking forward to yeah um, from a video game in the new year is Torment Tides of Numenera uh, which Definitely. officially launches on the 28th of February yeah. um, I played through the first chapter back when it was still in beta yeah. um, back in like last April May time mm. um, and really enjoyed it yeah. and I give them a lot of feedback as part of that beta process yeah. on little tweaks and bits and pieces but what they had there at that point was great um, yes yeah, so I'm I'm a huge fan of the original Torment game yeah, Planescape as well. Torment yeah. is I wouldn't say it's the best of the old school isometric RPGs. I think it's because I think Baldur's Gate Two is better. I think Baldur's Gate has a better had better game mechanics. Yeah, yeah. But from a storytelling point mm. of view, Planescape was the most interesting. Yes, yeah. very unusual. Um, I never played Planescape. Oh, it's yeah. it's. Um, I played it again a few a few years ago, yeah, and it, and it still... had the mechanics are quite. Yeah. clunky now. yeah and that, see that, that graphics, graphics pulls me out of it because really, yeah. I don't engage as yeah. much in the story sort of it needs philosophically the ideas it was bringing yeah. up and you don't say this about a game very often no the ideas it was bringing up were, were sort of quite fascinating and, yeah. uh, and I, interesting I think, I think this new torment has a very similar vein um, so yeah I'm, yeah I'm really looking forward to it um, I've been so tempted to go back to the beta I mean I've had it sitting there um, but I just didn't want to spoil it uh, because I enjoyed this, the what I've tried already so much that I just really want to just be there on on the first day of release and just play through the whole thing properly yeah, yeah I'm going to have to schedule doing uni work around that release I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to quit my job it's the only way to enjoy all these uh, lovely things any more for any more anything we're looking forward to the um, new legacy Netrunner game, very much so. Yes, and I have... Terminal Directive. Yeah, yeah, and I have just picked up the new Netrunner, or Android, um, board game, New Angeles, oh, which yes. I'm going to force you all to play very, very soon. Yay! Yay. Um, I'm also very much looking forward to the UK Games Expo again. Oh, of course. Um, 
second year dubbing as press would be quite nice. We've um, um, we've managed to secure cheap hotels. Yes, we, we have. We have, yeah. Uh, uh, as have two of our friends, everyone else. Uh, you can fend for yourselves. <laughs> Life is hard. I know because it's so far in advance that it's quite tricky scheduling-wise mm. for some people. I just assume that, hey, I don't really have a life beyond this well, and I'm, writing books and I'm, teaching I will, children. I will Not even sure children, Dino. Not even children, the expo. Yeah. 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 Well, I know that I won't be coming to the expo because that's falls around just the, main, the sort of time that my wife will be giving birth. Um, <gasps> baby Jamie. Yeah, but I have said. The world's that. most giant baby. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, but um, I have said that what I probably will be doing um, is being sort of on call, um, you know, while, whilst waiting at home. Um, for you guys to be sending footage and audio through to edit together and put out on a daily basis, so we can kind of almost be live at the yes. expo. Yeah, well, I think I think awesome daily if we can um, take enough, like you say, recordings and stuff to put out a mini episode. Yeah, then Jamie can update can, that. Yeah, yeah. It'll awesome. be very exciting. And neglect yeah. the giant baby. <laughs> Sit in the corner, giant well, no, baby. No, that's the thing. So, um, if if all things go go well, then it should be middle of June. And yeah. it exposes at the start of June. Yeah, so but you need to be around. Just in need case. to be available yeah. in case. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Babies have really bad timing. Mm. <laughs> That's why you never see them in bands. So, what Colin never grew out of. Yeah, <laughs> Colin actually probably is a giant baby. That's why he's. I mean, he was meant to be here for this. He's just late. I yeah, woke yeah. up covered in sick. <laughs> yeah, like a baby. <laughs> yeah, I fell over and hit my head like a baby. <laughs> uh, I have some really dodgy breakfast <laughs> views. Like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery solved. At least he never asked me to change him. Either did emotionally or physically. <laughs> but we did change him, Brian. He didn't ask, though. <laughs> it's really hard to grip his ankles and lift to get right in on his undercarriage because he's quite big now. And with that, the episode was finished. Yes, I think that's a good place for us to uh, to break. So that was our rather potted history of uh, 2016, where um, we have mostly shunned the newness of 2016 yes. and uh, immersed ourselves in, in the things from the before times when there was hope. <laughs> um, so hopefully 2017 can go off without a hitch, without any of us uh, being set on fire, uh, being nuked. Um we will attempt to podcast beyond the the apocalypse that's coming. It'd be over radio, but yeah, we could uh, we could do it in Morse code, possibly. Our episodes are long enough as it is <laughs> to beep them out to people. Yeah, four hundred years later. <laughs> oh, I better buy better scavenge Toys R Us for a copy of Fury of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, but Joe doesn't like it. What, what do I do? We've already lost three men in the great toy wars. <laughs> um, right. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Um, we're looking. I'm looking forward to 2016. Carrying on as we are, um, doing a monthly for, for the for the day of we've got left of it. <laughs> yes. Twenty. I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't know numbers. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Just just carrying on. Um, 2017 um, with our monthly Malifaux, yep. our regular Netrunner coverage. Still loving those games. But, oh yes. Um, talking about board games every month and also um, returning to our RPG series and uh, discussing some more tips and things for RPG players. Yeah. So we've got loads coming up. So. 
um, you know, feel free to follow us on the internet. Watch this space. Uh, watch this space, yes. Regardless of what space it is you're watching. We were listening to this space, I suppose. Yeah, just just keep refreshing the page. Just just every <laughs> every five to twelve seconds. <laughs> depending on your own internal rhythms, what feels right to you. Just press F five. If that sounds like a lot of work, you can get those little birds that pop down and Yeah, one of those pecky things. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. Um or employ an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to anymore <laughs> yeah, like hard Brexit yeah that's a good point if you're non-UK listeners <laughs> uh, employ a Mexican <laughs> are we done? yes cool yeah. thank you very much for listening uh, we have been the critical twits um, let's go in reverse order because I'm um, just confused everyone God, so. okay. well I've been Jamie Myland. I've been Joe Lewin I've been Ron <laughs> Aaron Ravinsky then fine <laughs> trying to do it in reverse yeah, and yeah. I, I didn't get it but then I did but it was afterwards and it wasn't funny sorry <laughs> you've not said your name yet you fucked this up yeah and I have of course been Brian Ennis uh, last and therefore best <laughs> Joe's going to hit me um, thank you very much uh, for listening and thank you very much for all your support throughout 2016 we will talk to you um I was going to say next year, but by the time this comes out, it will be 2017. Yes. So we'll just like talk to you every week about in, games in a and bit. stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Uh, beaten to death with a Barbie doll.